Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey there, everybody. It's Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski, the Breeze Man, and Mike the Cap Kapler is with me. More game changers today. Cap, I'm really loving this stuff. I mean, this series of podcasts that we've been doing has really caused me to go back and look at my life ever since I, quote, began walking with the Lord, however you want to put it, and uh, just how things have changed in my life, in my thinking, the various times in my life where something has clicked and things were never the same again. And it's just a lot of joy to be talking about a lot of this stuff for me, knowing the old kind of legalistic stuff that I first came into and then uh, how a lot of that changed and I became free as uh, we're supposed to be in Christ. So I'm uh, glad to be continuing on with some of these game changers. Yeah, you know, as as I get older, Joel, I find that spiritually, mentally, things do click a little bit more, and uh, physically, they go snap, crackle, and pop. <laughs> That's another story. I can relate to that too. <laughs> oh my goodness! And hey, the stories hey, Joel, I can tell. <laughs> we've got a new we've got a new listener of the month. Uh, I think it's Michael from Australia who said that he's listened to something like 260 podcasts in the last two weeks. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, that's and that's awesome. I think that you know by now he should need a break from us or something. <laughs> go on, <laughs> go on a mental vacation for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Michael, uh, just take a take a rest, man. I mean, I, I know it's addicting. The gospel is addicting, but. To listen to uh, Joel and, and me for th- that many times within a short period is is not good for anybody, and, <laughs> and uh, you know it's hard to trust anybody with that first name anyway, unless your last name happens to be the Archangel or something like that. Mike. Never trust somebody named Michael, or 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 Mike. <laughs> no, but no, but seriously, but uh, yeah, Michael has left a lot of. Uh, Good comments uh, on our pages and uh, some good Facebook messages. It's been fun to dialogue, you know, with them and you know, talking about some of this gray stuff. I mean, that's that's one thing that I like to do. You know, we we do this podcast, of course, and and uh, if I'm face to face with somebody, kind of like what you and I used to do more often when we actually were in the same building together, when we worked together, we would do this chat about the grace of God, and also uh, just online, whether it's in private messages or in forums or whatever. It's just fun to do that. And uh, Michael's really provided some good conversations. So listener of the month, I think that's that's a pretty good way to put that. Well, last week, one of our game changers was how we came to the understanding, Joel, that the, the law of God no longer applies to the Christian anymore. This was a big thing when you stop and think about it throughout most of Paul's writings. Think about all the different experiences we've had in our Christian life, Joel, growing up in church and, and uh, just learning what we have much of it not really aligned with grace or the gospel, but the things that we began to learn through this revelation of grace years ago. And just, it's the same Bible. I'm I'm reading the same book that I was 30 years ago, Mm -hmm. and yet everything is so different now. I see everything so differently. But Paul spent so much time in his epistles, which is most of the New Testament, talking about 
the difference between righteousness by faith and uh, arguing against the law and, and how it no longer applies to us who are in Christ. And so that was a big revelation for me, and I know it was for you too, to, to realize that Paul was making the case of uh, the transition that took place from, from the death of Christ, going from that old covenant, going from the law into uh, righteousness as a gift. Yeah, that is. It, it, and it does amaze me that it, in just the same way that I've been reading the same Bible as well, you know, for all these years. And suddenly I'm seeing things, you know, over the last, you know, 15 years, I began seeing things that they've been there all along. <laughs> But I just wasn't seeing them before. Thankful, of course, to the Holy Spirit for showing us these things. I mean, nobody really understands these things apart from God enlightening us. But it's amazing that Paul talked so much, as you say, about the difference between works righteousness, you know, self-righteousness, trying to justify ourselves by our own works, and by the works of the law, the difference between that and righteousness that's by grace through faith alone. There's no other way to either become righteous or to remain righteous. It can never be about our own works. He, he goes through all this stuff in Romans, Galatians, Philippians, all these epistles. He makes that case over and over again. And sometimes it's just as clear as a bell. And so it's, it's kind of you know weird that people can read all these things and not see this glorious gospel. But yet, you know, that's that's one of those things where, again, it's got to be the Holy Spirit who reveals these things to us. And it's a, a wonderful thing when we're going one way in life, we see things a certain way, and then he just does it. The lights go on, and it's a breath of fresh air. He's good like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so here we've got this thing called the law, the law of Moses, God's law, Paul referred to it as the ministry of death and condemnation, and it was taken away. And I had never heard that for, for many years, so that was a real game changer for me to realize. And, and it took me a while, Joel. I mean, I, I sort of got it right away that, oh, okay, we're, we're freed from the law. And, and, but I, it took me a while to understand what it meant for me as a believer now to allow this life relationship that I have going back and forth with God, how that was so different from trying to keep up with good works. It took me a while to, to transition to that. But, you know, I, I've heard Steve McVeigh share his stories on this, too, but I, I wanted to share this real quick, Joel. I, a few years ago, maybe a couple of years ago, we were down at uh, the Alamo visiting that historic site in San Antonio, and it was really, really hot that day, so it wasn't all that enjoyable because, man, it was hot. But inside the, the walls where we're walking around, checking out the Alamo, there are these signs on the wall that say, do not touch the walls. I did not think of touching the walls. I had no desire to touch the walls. And suddenly when I saw that sign, and you're standing right next to the walls, I literally, my flesh was screaming for me to touch <laughs> the wall to touch all of a sudden. Wall. And I was doing everything I could not to touch the walls. I couldn't get my mind off of it. And I just, over and over again, I just thought, I'm going to touch him once just because I, I can say I did it. <laughs> but somehow, I, I, I think I fought it off. I did not touch the walls because I kept telling myself, you know, if, if I touch him, everybody's going to touch him. You know, they're asking people not to do it so they can preserve the historic site. But that, that's what the law does. It, it entices us to do what is wrong. And, and that's, <laughs> you know, and we've talked about that in our program before, you know, 
if the sign says keep off the grass, you know, person wouldn't have thought about walking on the grass until they saw that sign. You know, so the same thing. But that's one way that the flesh responds to law and rules is that uh, either it's going to cause a person to try really, really hard to keep that rule and that law. And in some cases, you know, for some people, it might be easy to stay off the grass or it might be easy for them to not want to touch the wall for some people. But when it comes to the law, you know, God's laws, eventually a person's going to find that they cannot do it. And so it leads to guilt and condemnation. And then on the other hand, like you say, uh, I think in many cases, you know, these rules and these laws come and it just makes a person, if that rule or law hadn't been there, they wouldn't even be conscious of doing it. And it's that law that brings about that consciousness of sin, so to speak, in, in, you know, in this case of touching the wall when it says, do not touch the wall. All of a sudden, and that's one thing about the law that really was a game changer to me. I thought for many years, I thought the Ten Commandments, the law of God, it's just, that's God's rules. That's how we're supposed to live. God gave those to teach people how to live. But I realized that all that it really did was to bring about a consciousness of sin and guilt. It provided guilt for the world. It never, ever, the law could never, ever do a thing to make a person actually live by it. <laughs> and so it was the ministry of death and the ministry of condemnation. And uh, it led to, it led up to the ministry of reconciliation. And so here's another game changer for me, Cap, Second Corinthians 5. And this is just some, some good stuff where... Where Paul says, you know, therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And uh, he says, now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Here's the key, that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. See the difference there between the law, you know, the ministry of the law, which is the ministry of death and condemnation, and the ministry of Christ, the ministry of reconciliation, where sins were no longer imputed to people. The law imputed sin to people, and Christ came along and sins were no longer imputed to people. Big difference there. Big game changer for me, Cap. Yeah, and man, that passage there is huge. To realize that God has already reconciled the world to himself. Let's sit on that for just a minute. Let's camp out right there. I mean, the, the, the work for the entire world has been completed when it comes to our sin being dealt with. And I think in relation to this, in 1 John chapter 2, speaking of Jesus, John said, And he himself is the propitiation of our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. But sometimes I grew up in a Christianity where it was sort of us against them. Us, the believers, against the evil world out there. And it, it, it ought not to be that way because, you see, you and I are no better than anybody else. I don't mm -hmm. care where they're at spiritually, emotionally. I don't care where they're at in their, in their good works or their bad. The cross, to me, is the great equalizer for all of us. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, go all through. If you read the second half of Romans 1, you'll see that everybody is in the same boat as far as what it was apart from the cross, apart from the cross of Christ, all the unrighteousness and ungodliness of man. You know, God's wrath was against that. Read Romans 1, 18, all the way through the end of Romans and into 2, where it says, therefore you have no excuse, you who judge another. But that's uh, for another day. But the contrast here then with the ministry of reconciliation, where God indeed has reconciled the world to himself. So our ministry isn't to go around pointing out the sins of the world. The law did a good enough job of that, I think. Our ministry is to help people to understand that God has reconciled them to him, to himself. And then as verse 20 and uh, uh, 21 say in 2 Corinthians 5, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God has already reconciled you to himself. And so, you know what? Just believe in that good news and uh, trust that God has reconciled you to himself for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him we'll cap our time has run out for this one maybe we'll pick up on some some more of this next time on Growing in Grace as we talk about these wonderful game changers that have changed our lives in many ways in our uh, lives in Christ more next week on Growing in Grace this has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.